Welcome on into the 2-3 Podcast. I'm Cam. That's Zach. Episode 21. Saturday is for Syracuse edition. Chugga, chugga, choo-choo. I know we're coming off a loss, but this train keeps moving. It's game day, Cam. It is game day. It's a big day. Boston College once again, Zach, after we just beat them. It feels like not too long ago. Um, it was a pretty solid win if you kind of think back to it. Uh, like you said, Zach, coming off a pretty rough VT loss. But honestly, all things considered, I feel like we kind of got out of it pretty well. We have a couple of answers uh, now that you know we've played the game. We know what our team is capable of without Jesse Edwards. And I still feel pretty good heading into this rough stretch in the uh, schedule. Yeah, I mean, I mean we've had a, a week off. And we have a week to prepare, a week to get used to not having Jesse. And we've recently played Boston College, like you said, so we kind of already know what to expect. I do. I really don't know. I hate back to like this is pretty much back to back games. I really don't love that. I I am thankful that it's at home. It'll be. I'm sure it'll be a big crowd. So I think that's going to be to our advantage. If we're going to Boston College, I would be a little bit more worried just because of how road games are and how back-to-back games are hard, you know, especially trying to win both of them, especially because BC just took Notre Dame to OT this week. So they're looking, they're looking good. Obviously they lost that game, but they're looking good. It's going to be a tough one. If you think back to the Boston college game, it was a, it was not a really a, a, a tight contest, but like it was certainly one where you definitely had to keep watching the, you know, TV or computer or whatever you were watching it on because you just had to make you sure like that. that, you know, yeah, exactly. You, <laughs> we, your, your smart refrigerator or something like that. But um, you just had to make sure that like Boston College wasn't going to kind of, you know, work their way into it. But if you remember all the way back to then, Cole Swider had a great game. He had 21 points. He had eight rebounds. This was really when he was like during his hot streak, you know, during his hot stretch. And again, during VT, like he had 10 rebounds. He had eight points. He certainly he didn't step up in the ways that he had been in the games past, but like I can certainly see him coming alive during this this second iteration of the Boston College game. But a guy that I'm really having my eyes on, I think that everybody's kind of having their eyes on, is Frank to see how he performs. Yeah, I mean, just to touch on his performance from Virginia Tech, honestly, I think he had a great starting debut. He he played wonderful. I mean, I guess we can talk about this a little bit later, but I do want to highlight. His 15 rebounds he got. Yeah, 15 rebounds. He was he was doing a lot better than I thought he would. He had 36 minutes of action. And I think that with Frank, it's just going to be a little bit of growing pains because he was more or less kind of thrust into this role. Um, and Jesse was more or less like the heart and soul of this offense recently. He was really starting to kind of come alive. And again, it, it really, really hurt to see him go down. But I think that as a team, like, this is really where you need to step it up and you really need to sort of come alive and show that you can be a tournament team when everybody has doubted you, maybe when the fans have doubted you and everything. This is the time when we really need to see Frank step up and and everybody step up for that matter. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, this is our chance to prove that we can win games without Jesse. And I think we can. I think we're capable. VT is a good team. You know, they've, they've gone on to beat... Virginia this week so like they're playing well they're in a six game winning streak so obviously we, we knew they're they're good coming in going to that game but B, BC is definitely a winnable game just like all these games come up here but it's definitely 
it's definitely putting the crosshairs on Frank and the rest of this team. I do think I have my eyes on Joe for this game in particular to have a really good game. I feel like he always plays well against BC, and I think we're going to see a good outing from him. I could see that too. I, I really think that he needs to kind of come alive and, and kind of take control from that point position. He had a pretty decent game last outing. He had 19 points against Boston College. He had four rebounds. He had four assists. So like you said, he's always doing really, really well against uh, Boston College. And I think that we could definitely see him come alive. We could see Buddy come alive. It's been a little bit, Zach, since we've talked about Jimmy at all, you know, really starting to come alive. And I think that it's got to be like his time for sure at some point. Yeah, he's put a decent stretch here recently minus the the VT loss but yeah I mean I would love to see another explosion of a game from Jimmy like we we saw in the beginning of the season I guess we've we've kind of been waiting on that here and there I mean in our win streak we didn't really need it because you know if we go back to that Boston College game Colwan often had 21 points you know in his in his home town or whatever I guess just local so, I mean, yeah, I would love to see Jimmy go off if if, uh, if that's in the recipe for the game today. It'd be great to see that. It'd be great to just see anybody, honestly, go go off and have a great game. Um, you know, it's a, it's a pretty rough stretch coming up. The next two games are against opponents that really aren't too great in the ACC standings. Obviously, Boston College is 9-15 overall, and Georgia Tech is 10-15 overall. But number one, they're pretty much back-to-back games. Saturday and then Monday. Thankfully, they're both at home. So at least like we got lucky in that regard. But this is really the time of year where you start to kind of look at the ACC as a whole. And when you look at the ACC as a whole, like we did earlier before we hit record, it is just a mess. The ACC is an absolute dumpster fire right now. And that could be good for us. That could be bad for us down the line. We don't know until we actually get into the ACC tournament, but one thing is for certain, Zach, we need to win these next two games to at least have a little bit of confidence heading into Notre Dame, Duke, North Carolina, and Miami. Yeah, absolutely. This is, I mean, every game, we we, every new, every next game up is a must-win game based on the season we're having. And like you said, the ACC is just, it's just silly. That's the only way to put it. <laughs> anyone is beating anyone or losing to anyone. It it just it's literally getting to the point where it's just like it just doesn't make sense. Like if if Georgia Tech wins the ACC tournament, like it'd be like yeah, this sounds about right. <laughs> it really does. Like you look at like the top like three teams: Duke, Notre Dame, and Miami. All of them, and even if you want to go farther than that, UNC and Wake Forest. All of them have had really bad losses against really questionably like really questionable opponents in the ACC but at the same time you don't know who is good and who is bad in the ACC like if the ACC tournament were to begin right now right this second we would be playing Florida State and I have no idea if I feel comfortable with that I have no idea if I don't feel comfortable with that it's just everything is like a dumpster fire and I feel like in years past we actually had a a solid concrete like look at the ACC picture as a whole to see who was good and who was bad this is the top half this is the bottom half right now it's just a mess all around yeah I mean just to read it one more time it just it just doesn't make sense I do think it's going to be kind of fun for the ACC tournament because it doesn't really matter what your seed is as long as you're not playing the first day to play to you know have to play five games in a row to win I think you're in a pretty good position to you know compete against whoever you, you, you're matched up against and go on a run. 
So Boston College is the next one up. It is later today at noon from the Dome. But I think that right now we just need to kind of take a look at like the VT game. Just kind of recap it because last we heard from you was before that. That was when Jesse went down. And what was the question going into the game was how is the team going to perform? And I think overall, I think that we saw some good. We saw some bad. And let's start with the with the main man himself, Buddy Buckets, putting up 21 points, three assists. He looked great. And these are the kind of games, Zach, that you really need to have from your star player you know, 21 points leading the way like he always does. It's just nice to see him back on top again. Yeah, obviously always love to see Buddy hit, you know, being our leading scorer, hit his shots like he did, and just, you know, lead the team as we know he can. And just obviously it's always just so good to see Buddy play well and be our leading scorer, like I said. And then you got Joe who put up 16 The uh, he, he continues to have like pretty solid performances. I think as a year... You know, looking at the year overall for Joe, I was really surprised when I saw that he is like right on Buddy's tails for like threes hit in this year. And he is he's done pretty well the past few games. He's had 18, 15, 19, 16. I've been really, really pleasantly surprised with Joe. He hit that rough stretch a little bit like around Duke and Pittsburgh and all that, if you remember, Zach. But like since then, he is really He's been really, really strong, and I've been pleasantly surprised with with his shooting performance. Yeah, I mean, he's been playing well. I do think the VT game, I think the, overall the team struggled with it, but they did struggle with like turnovers and the, the pressure. VT, like, they, they, they kind of clamped up some yeah. guys a few times. You know, Buddy got, got, they got Buddy on a few times. They got Joe on a few times. I mean, they got pretty much everyone a few times. So that was unfortunate, and that was the first time in a minute where – that pressure like hurt us that much. Yeah. And you know, Joe had three turnovers, buddy had three turnovers, Jimmy had two turnovers. So in total, the team had 11 turnovers and you know, that stuff can't happen against VT. I feel like overall VT, like you said, they really put like the clamps on us and it was really impressive. I mean, we were down 10 points in the, in the half and it kind of just seemed like VT just sort of had the momentum for the majority of the game, the crowd was insane. I remember like, I really, I really don't like it when we play in VT, man, because that is such a, a it's a small crowd, but it's a really, really loud crowd. And it kind of rattles us a little bit. It kind of rattles anybody that plays there. And maybe that was it. Maybe like if we were to play them at home, the game would be different. Maybe if we had Jesse, the game would be different. But those are the kind of crowds that you need to kind of deal with in the ACC and some of these games coming up when they're away. You got to just you got to deal with the crowd, man. It was a sellout crowd. And I think the turning point, I don't know if you recall this, but it was when Justin Mutz got that breakaway dunk. And that was to get his secure his triple double. Do you remember that? The crowd went absolutely nuts. That was like I think I think this this. the score was like tied then too. So it was just like a huge gut punch and the momentum definitely shifted after that play. It really did. And I remember his, his triple double. He played great. The whole VT starting lineup just played great. And uh, listen, they always have like a solid team. They've won six straight now. So they're definitely a team that like, you don't want to mess with come ACC tournament time, but that's what I'm talking about. We're like, the ACC, like you said, Zach, is just silly at this point, and you don't know who is good, who is bad. I'm assuming that they're going to be making a run in the ACC tournament, but like, I mean, 
like you said, Georgia Tech could like make a run in the ACC tournament for all that we know at this point. Uh, let's move on to Cole. Again, he he he's had a great couple of games. He had forty. He played forty minutes in this one. He had ten rebounds. He had eight assists. Continue to be strong, but it's nice to see Cole have some consistency where he's actually putting up like these solid performances game after game, and it's just nice for his confidence and nice for this this rough stretch coming up. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that he, he still contributed to the game because, I mean, I guess we can't, you know, disregard that he went 0 for 5 from the 3. Not sure what happened there. I think his looks were decent, looks that you would like for him to take. For some reason, they weren't falling down. But again, I mean, I think we said this the whole year too. Whenever he had, you know, a, a bad shooting night or struggled shooting from from the three, he always contributes to the game with rebounds. He's our leading rebounder, and he does that game game in and game out. And it, you just love to see that consistency. You know, it's so funny that, like, coming into the year, I didn't really know what to expect from Cole. I didn't really know what his game style was like. But I've never really seen somebody be able to impact the game in any sort of way. Like if he's, if he's having a rough stretch shooting, he can make it up with the rebounding. If he's having a rough stretch rebounding, he can make it up with, you know, points in the paint or whatever. Um, He's just, he's such a talented player all around. And I feel like we haven't necessarily seen him grow throughout the year. I feel like we've actually seen him like blossom throughout the year to see like almost night and day to see like his performance when he was kind of struggling a little bit throughout the year. And then now where he's like, he's playing with confidence, but he still looks like the same player out there. It's just a matter of that. He's, he's actually making stuff like nothing has really changed from his game. It's just a matter of like, he's actually just making stuff now. Yeah. I think this is a lot about his character and obviously, you know, here on the two, three, we've been huge on captain Cole or Cole swagger, the whole year. So it's just great to see his confidence just grow and grow. Even though, like, you know, this most recent game he did struggle to shoot. But I think the direction is only up for Cole. You know, I, he's going to get back on track and he's going to continue to play great games and help this team win. Jimmy Bayheim next up with six points. He has six rebounds, four personal fouls. But look, it's just so, I don't know. It's just so weird, Zach, to like, Think about Jimmy in the beginning of the year where he was extremely aggressive and he was he would drive in the lane. I feel like he still does that now, but it's not as much, but I still want to see it. Like, I still want to see it out of him. Maybe we don't necessarily need it now, but I still want to see it from him. Yeah, I, I really don't know why he's not. I, I'm not really sure. I mean, like, overall this game, we definitely did kind of our, our forward position was lacking in terms of point contrib- contributions. So that's something, you know, moving forward to BC is something we definitely need to improve on. You know, Cole having eight and Jimmy having six, you know, com- comparison, you know, Cole was averaging like 18 points a game before that in the, in the winning streak. So we definitely need our forwards to, to step up. And I, I just back to Jimmy. I don't really know. I, I'm, I'm not sure. Like, I don't think he's in a slump necessarily. I just think he is maybe being a slightly more cautious possibly. I'm, I'm not really sure. Do you think that he's maybe like settling and just taking too many shots? Like he had three or he, I'm sorry, he had five threes in this game. Maybe like we, we weren't really seeing that in the beginning of the year. Maybe he's just kind of settling now. 
Possibly. I mean, those might have been some desperation threes, you know, towards the end when we just needed buckets. Usually, I think Jimmy doesn't take that many threes. He's usually pretty, pretty uh, deliberate in just taking, you know, like two or three, and you know, he usually makes two or three of those. He's 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 a, he's a good shooter overall. So maybe those are a little des- des- desperation shots down the stretch there. I mean, before this, he had 16 points against NC State. He had 14 against Louisville. He had 11 against Boston College. So not terribly worried. It just feels like we're seeing like a, I don't know, like a more cautious Jimmy Bayheim, And I don't like that. I feel like the best part about his game is that he just kind of drives in. He doesn't really care. He'll like take the contact. Um, he's, he does a great job of just sort of like, pushing his way through. And I just want to see a little bit more of that. And maybe we are seeing the same, maybe I'm just kind of like overlooking him, but at the same time, like I feel like he was really standing out in the beginning of the year, but I'm just not seeing that too much this year. And then finally, let's look at Frank. He had his first starting game again, 15 rebounds, six points. He, all eyes were on him in this game. And I feel like he shined the most. He did a great job just being in the paint and just contributing in any way that he could. I was really impressed with him. He's no Jesse, but at the same time, Zach, like he was, he was pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, I think he did just about everything you could have asked from him. I mean, maybe you would have wanted him to score score more, but 15 rebounds—that is an individual high for the entire year. No one else has gotten 15 rebounds. Frank holds that; he has the most rebounds in any given game from for the entire year, which is quite the feat. It is quite the feat, and if you look at the you know, just the year overall and just see like Frank's growth. It's been tremendous. I don't think that any of us really expected Frank to, uh, to, to blossom the way that he did. And honestly, like in the beginning of the year, I didn't expect him to get any minutes whatsoever. It was more or less like a question as to like who was going to be the backup center. And he has done a great job of stepping up. He did a great job against VT is stepping up in the starting role and against Boston college. Like, I'd love to see more point production out of him, but overall, Zach, if we get a performance like that out of him, I'm going to be ecstatic overall. Yeah, I mean, you take this every single night if you can get it. I mean, I do want to skip to his backup. I mean, he played 36 minutes. It was super impressive. Like, I don't even think Jesse was playing 36 minutes. I don't know how many minutes Jesse's been playing as as of late before his injury, but 36 minutes is, like, pretty impressive. Like you mentioned before, only three fouls playing smart, not getting foul trouble. But Brahma playing four minutes, and he got three personal fouls in, in, in four minutes. So <laughs> He put a stamp on the game. Brahma, look, man, he's he's still trying to like grow into it. He had two rebounds. He had a block. Um, I feel like we might see a little bit more out of Brahma, like especially if we're – the next two games, I'm kind of hoping that – they're not necessarily close, so we can kind of experiment with a few things. But if you were to tell me, like, if you were to ask me what sort of, um, you know, what can we see in the backup position for center now, I feel like we would probably need to put, like, Barama at, like, you know, the the next best thing. And then from there, you can go into, like, the, you know, you can put John Bowl in there. You can put Jimmy in there. Um I think that Barama is probably the best option that we have in the backup role. Um, and I'm happy with that. Like, I'm happy to see Barama back out there doing his thing. Like you said in the last episode, I don't know if we're going to be seeing like peak Barama 
but it's nice to at least see him on the floor and see him, you know, doing his thing out there. Yeah, I think we'll see him again today. I hope, you know, this this week helped him, especially knowing he's going to be in that backup position immediately. So I think that's going to change mentality a little bit. And hopefully, you know, when we when he does get some floor time today, you know, he's able to, to, to provide stuff. Not that he didn't last game, but I would just love to see, you know, some, some, something something special from Brahma as, you know, he, he's... He, he holds a, h- a high mark on this team in the years when he was starting, and uh, it's just obviously just a bummer that he's still kind of struggling getting over this injury. So overall, I mean, you look at this game, it, it, it was a, I don't want to say it was a bad loss by any means, because I really don't think it was, but it's, it's a loss where you kind of take it on the chin, you move forward, you go into, you know, a, a pretty hostile environment with a team that is extremely hot and you catch them at the wrong time. They they caught us at the wrong time because we didn't have Jesse and we were kind of feeling bad about that. But at least, you know, we, we, we come into Boston College today. We have a week of practice under our belt without Jesse. And hopefully, you know, this is a game that we can kind of learn from and move forward on. Yeah, I do want to ask about the defense. I don't believe they ever went to one one three. I don't know. Do you recall them going to that at all? I don't think so. Because I don't, yeah, no. They killed us getting to the center of the zone, especially Mutz. He had so much time to survey and dump or to shoot or do any kick it out. There was just so much time and they really crushed us by getting the ball in that high post there and just, just kind of doing whatever they wanted to. So I, I guess I don't I'm not really sure why we never kind of resorted back to the one one three there. I don't know why we didn't make that adjustment either, because I feel like that was something that I was thinking of when watching the game was, you know, why aren't we making an adjustment? And I don't remember us ever like switching out of the two three. And I, I don't think that this is something that like the loss of like Jesse in the rotation would not impact the one one three at all. So I don't know why you wouldn't go to it. I don't remember them ever switching to that at all. I don't remember them switching to a variation of the two three whatsoever. And that would have like prevented Mutz going to the to the center. Yeah, I don't I'm trying to think. I really don't remember them ever switching to that. Yeah, because what's so confusing about it is we we would normally make that switch. I mean, I, I guess maybe the one one three does open up the corners a bit more, which would mean Frank would be flying to the corner for, you know, contesting a, a shot, which Jesse got really good at that and was a really com- good at covering the floor. So maybe we didn't want to, or Jim didn't want to extend Frank that far out. So we, we stuck two, three the entire time. I'm not really sure, but it was confusing because that's a just adjustment Jim would usually make. And I'm quite certain we stayed two, three the entire game. But um, I, I feel like you could, make the argument that like Frank is quick enough to get there because I feel like he is a, you know, he's not slow by any means. He is a quick guy and he has every means possible of being able to block shots or at least hold down shots or you know, shooters or whatever. So I don't know why you wouldn't make that switch if we didn't. Now, maybe we did and we just like switched right back out of it, but I don't remember us ever like using any sort of variation at all. I mean, it's definitely a lot to ask from Frank. I mean, this is something Jesse struggled with at the beginning of the year. And it's something he just recently got really, really good at. And, you know, extending, uh, covering the zone like he was doing. 
So it's definitely a learning curve. So I, I kind of get it if that's part of the reason. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not, you know, in Jim's head, unfortunately. So <laughs> don't know or, exactly what the mastermind is thinking. Or fortunately, yeah, maybe that wouldn't be a good thing. But <laughs> um, do you think that that is something that though we, we could like kind of experiment with against Boston College if we can get like a good enough lead kind of experiment with like the different variations and stuff? Yeah, because I, I don't know officially, but... It does feel like, I mean, I, I don't know, but it, it does feel like just generally that more or less every game we have, for even if it's brief, we have gone to the one one three for a brief period of time or extended period of time. And I don't know if it's just because I particularly saw it and noticed it and how much it hurt us. This was like the first game where we didn't. So I'm not really sure why. I mean, maybe there was a, a few other ones we didn't, but I, I guess it stands out more because it hurt us so much. Right. So it would be nice to see it if we need it. Maybe we don't need it against BC. I'm not sure. I feel like um we do it quite a bit when Samir is in. And Samir, like he didn't, he didn't play too much against VT. He only played seven minutes, but still, that's enough time to like make the switch and every time that Samir is out there, I notice that we kind of make that switch. But I don't remember ever seeing a switch to the to to the one one three at all. Because usually, like Jim will have Samir up top, and then like uh, Joe behind him, and then like maybe Buddy on the wing or whatever. And maybe he just wasn't comfortable of like stretching the the zone out that much, or at least going small. But that's something that you've been experimenting with all year, and it doesn't require it never required Jesse or anything. Like if if Jimmy's playing in the center there, so I'm not sure. I I don't think I, no, I don't remember it at all. Yeah, so I mean, just something to think about. I mean, I don't want to you know put in the coaching decisions into question here, but it was something I noticed, and and you know, obviously having that center open did really hurt our defense and the way they were able to shoot the ball is, you know, really, they made some crucial plays and definitely down the stretch too that just were blows and we couldn't get, we couldn't get over it. So aside from the variations in defense and aside from like seeing Frank progress, who else are you really looking to kind of step up today and kind of take the reins or at least somebody that you haven't seen kind of come alive in a little bit that you would like to see have a great game against BC? I mean, based on, the VT game, VT game, I think, like I kind of mentioned earlier, our, our fours need to step up a little bit based on the VT game. And Jimmy and Cole are, are due for a, a bounce-back game from the VT game. And I, I, I mean, just just in general, we need a, a bigger presence from our forwards. I think that's really hurt us against VT. So love to see them going on full cylinders. And like I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, I think – I mean, Joe's been playing well recently, but I think I think Joe is 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 cooking up another good game too. I think for me, I really want to see our bench kind of come alive a little bit. I want to see our bench get a little bit more production, and I know that there aren't really scorers, especially now that Frank isn't in it, um, that he's in the starting role now. I would love to see Samir, you know, take it to the bucket again, or at least get a shot off. I don't know if he's necessarily comfortable with taking a shot when. Uh, <laughs> when it isn't a blowout, but I'd love to see some production out of Benny. You'd love to see that. But I think overall, like whoever fills in that center position, whether it be Barama, whether it be Jimmy going to the center position, I just want to see somebody else get some production in there. So that way I know that when Frank is out, at least we have some sort of production going into it 
especially, you know, against these tough opponents where they're, they're big, they're going to, you know, make Frank tired. And obviously Frank, I, I don't see him necessarily playing a full 40 minutes. I would love to see like just some sort of bench production coming from somebody, whether it be Barama or, or whoever, I would just love to see like somebody get some point production in that position. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I mean, not to look too far forward, but coming up here, we do have five games in 10 days. So all the rest for, for our starters is, is going to be super important. I, I do think Jim's going to keep that in consideration. Obviously, like what we need to do when games is what we're going to have to do. So if our starting five have to play 40 minutes, then Jim's going to do that. But I, I do think it's that's going to be in the back of you know their minds and you know trying to get the, the, the bench some time and some, some production. And so, yeah, I like it. I, like it. I, I hope, I hope that's uh, comes true today. It all starts with Boston college later today at noon. Saturday is for Syracuse basketball on ESPNU from the dome. Go to the game. If you're considering it, go to the game, go enjoy it, go cheer on your Cuse, Cuse family and uh, have a great time while you're there. We will hear from you after the Boston College win with Georgia Tech coming up next on Monday. Should be a good one. It's going to be a really, really tough schedule. But until then, we will see you later. Let's go, Cuse.